A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we have an entitled parent story of someone demanding to know how they grew back their eyebrows. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, entitled mom doesn't want me seen at the hospital. One week ago, I, 23-year-old female, had a bilateral tonsillectomy and adenoidectomy. This morning, I woke up coughing up heavy amounts of blood. Per my discharge papers, I called my ENT, and he told me to come in to see him right away. See him, not go to the ER, etc. Basin in hand, because I'm still coughing up blood periodically, I got a lift to the hospital. I get to the ENT office and check in. I notice when I get there that there's a mother there with four children. One is an infant she's carrying, and two are toddlers who are being minded by a teen. I found this odd because it's 10 a.m. on a Friday. They should be at school. The toddlers are running around being chaotic, and the mom is yelling at the teen that she needs to take care of them. I'm in the waiting room for less than five minutes before they come to bring me back. Coughing up blood is a good way to get seen quickly. The mom goes wild and goes off at the receptionist, while standing between me and the nurse trying to bring me back. She said, what the heck? I've been waiting for over an hour. Why does she just get to go straight back? They said, ma'am, you've been here for 15 minutes. She's seeing a different doctor than you. Her need is urgent. You're just here for an exam. She says, I don't care. Can't you see how restless my kids are getting? She's an adult. She can wait. This was when the nurse went around her and pulled me in. It's so unfortunate in this Karen's world that other people might be in a life-threatening situation. I was going to mention how disappointing it is to see how little consideration she has, but at least she has some kind of consideration for her kids. Considers them a great tool to get what she wants. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is... Update. My parents don't like my boyfriend, so they gave me an ultimatum. Hi everyone, updating you all on this long-awaited resolution... After many more hurtful texts from my parents that said they can't accept my partner and that it doesn't matter if he's a good fit for me, if he's not a good fit for my family, then it's never going to work out, I went over in person to meet with them and pick up my legal documents. They made it clear that my boyfriend was not welcome and that this was a family matter they needed to speak with only me about. Clear manipulation, obviously. So I went alone. I'm on my way. I know what I think and how I feel. I'm very sure of what I plan on saying. Thanks to Reddit, I have additional confirmation that I'm not crazy or wrong or a bad person, but they are in fact in the wrong. It was strange, walking into your parents' house and feeling like you're meeting strangers. Kinda felt like having a 26-year-long relationship and being broken up with via text. Then having to go pick up your crap and memories from your ex's house. Except that ex is your parents. After about an hour of small talk, we got into the nitty-gritty convo about the elephant in the room. A previous text that week had said, We don't expect to change your mind, we just want to talk. But it's clear that this in-person meeting was a last-ditch attempt to shake me from my reality and into theirs. They came at me from every angle. He's not a man's man. Dad, I don't respect him. Dad, I hate him. He's taking away the most precious thing in our life. How could you not hate someone like that? dad, even at some point physically threatening him. 
My mom was either agreeing or adding little tidbits and reminders of things she doesn't like about him, some of which are things I mentioned in my previous post about when I went to meet his family and didn't see her and my dad too, mentioning also that she doesn't like that I made the first move to talk to my boyfriend and not the other way around. You get the gist. It was an all-out war on my boyfriend. They tell me I'm depriving them of a son-in-law. They say he's selfish for not breaking up with me years ago when he realized that my parents didn't like him. They even just started blindly throwing out shots like, I don't even know if he has any friends. Like, what the freak, mom and dad? Of course you don't know crap about him because you've made me keep my relationship out of earshot for six years. But I digress. It ends up being a three-hour-long conversation where I spoke for all of maybe five minutes with my heart rate at 150 the whole time. Thanks for reminding me of that, Apple Watch. They also don't fail to mention a few other shining points such as, We knew you would put this on us. This is not an ultimatum. We are just reacting to your decision and choices. Was their reply to my saying, This is not my choice. This is an ultimatum you've given me, and neither my boyfriend or I want this. We knew you would make us the bad guys because we're not hashtag team boyfriend's name. Any of your friends and family who say we'll come around or it'll get better is lying to you and saying what you want to hear. They asked me why they should like or be impressed by my boyfriend. I told them various accolades. Dad replied with, education doesn't impress me. I told them how wonderful he was through some of the toughest times in my life, college, and how he supported me and kept me sane when even my parents were coming down on me about how I wasn't doing enough. They said, that's what any boyfriend would do. Um, no, mom and dad, it's not, and the two of you certainly were making me feel worse that entire time. They said because my boyfriend's dad helped him get through school by paying his tuition that he's had everything in his life handed to him. Dad said, I think your mom is having an epiphany about who you're becoming, like I'm some monster. They said, we feel like you're not listening to us, because I'm not just blindly agreeing to break up with my boyfriend. At the end, I have to break the news that in between all of the hurtful texts and prior to this meeting, my boyfriend and I signed a lease and moved in together. Nothing they were going to say was going to sway me otherwise. Even they said that. So we had taken the leap and made the move the weekend before this meeting. I was commuting about 20 to 30 minutes before the move, and my commute is the same after the move. Only difference is we now live in the same city that my boyfriend, new attorney with crazy early and late hours, works in. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Believe me, I had all kinds of requirements prior to this move. It has to be safe, have an in-unit washer and dryer, safe parking, etc. And it's only for a year or two while we save money so we can buy a home. Contrary to my parents' belief, I'm capable of rational decisions. I tell them first that we sign the lease and where it is, you know, to try and lighten the blow that I'm outright disobeying them. They start going off about how, oh, of course, making it easy on him again. They saw me always going to my boyfriend's house as me catering to him, even though the only reason was because we were never comfortable being together at their house, and then of course he became essentially banished. So they see this move as me being some smitten teenaged idiot, not about how this is a relationship with compromise. They tell me that my commute is going to be brutal and that I'm lying to myself if I think it's not. Again, I've already been doing it for a week. I know it's not any worse, it's a prettier drive even. But it's clear that I can't slowly ease into it and I have to just rip off the band-aid because they are straight up just wrong and trying to convince me that I don't know what I'm talking about. So I say, I've already been doing it for a week, we moved in last weekend. They are just dumbfounded. Like, I thought you guys weren't planning on changing my mind, so why so surprised that I just went ahead and made my choice? My mom starts crying. My dad keeps saying, you freaked up, kid. It's about 10 p.m. at this point, so now they know that I have a slightly longer drive home. They're kind of sweeping me out the door so I can get home before it gets too much later. My mom gives me this big, sobbing hug. At this point, I've run out of tears. I was crying throughout the entire conversation, but at this point was just over the bowl. My dad, who rarely even tells me that he loves me, gives me this awkward, desperate hug too that just kind of makes me roll my eyes. I get in the car and drive home, just totally exhausted and confused. Truthfully, they did a good job of again making me question my own thoughts and choices. But I get home and just start spilling everything that they said to my boyfriend. He's not surprised. But as I said in my last post, he remains Swiss in all of this and doesn't say anything crappy about them. He just holds me close and lets me vent. Something else that came up during our lovely three-hour discussion was my anxiety. I've previously shared with them that I think they're a huge source of it and had been throughout my childhood as well. Prior discussions have always gone nowhere. You had it so easy, we don't ask that much of you, etc., clearly not listening to me, so I brought it up again in this discussion. How my parents are a huge source of anxiety and my boyfriend is a calm rock in all of it. That I'm so grateful he's such a great partner. My dad screams at me that he never laid a freaking hand on me and how he was physically disciplined as a child and that he can't own that he and they could have anything to do with my being an anxious person. He even says, you need freaking therapy. Like, yes, dad, thank you, I sure do, and also freak you. Also said, I have a hard time swallowing that I had anything to do with your anxiety. You're going to have to work out those demons with yourself. All of this to say, the answer you've all waited for is that I moved in with my boyfriend. Am keeping mom and dad at arm's length, and also I've started therapy. It's 26 years of emotional abuse and narcissism to unpack and learn from, but I'm working through it. The guilt tripping and lack of boundaries is so real and has been so real for forever. I know my situation isn't as bad as others and is also worse than others, but for all of you out there in similar situations, seek therapy. It is a really good thing. There's so much behavior to unlearn and grow from, 
Even if you don't think it's that bad and that you're doing fine, see a therapist if you can. Your abusers have learned behavior too. They've learned how to get to you and how to manipulate you, whether it's vindictive or not. They've learned how to make you do what they want and think what they think, and then they know how to make you feel horrible about doing anything differently. Seek counsel and family and friends whose advice you trust. Seek therapy. And above all, trust yourself. I still get very emotional about all of this. It's still a very fresh wound. I mourn the relationship I had with my mom and the one I'll never have with my dad. My health is definitely suffering at the moment from all of the stress, but I'm working on getting my mental health back and I know my body will follow. Breaking the wheel is hard and terrifying. It's like being a crate-trained puppy forever and finally being allowed to go outside, but outside is unknown. The crate is all you know, and even though you know the crate is confining and freedom is in front of you, it's all so unfamiliar, uncertain, and frightening. You know what's behind you and it's easy to want to run back to it, but no matter what is in front of you, it's better than the crate. The crate is not living for yourself, it's living for someone else. So go out and make your own life. I hope this story can help someone else out there like me who is seeking validation about their feelings and situation. Thank you again to all the Redditors who shared their thoughtful insight and advice. It truly got me through the most difficult days of my life. Internet 1, Entitled Parents 0. I didn't expect this update post to get so inspirational. Makes me just about ready to run through my front door into the street and go find my freedom. This next story is, the closer it gets to my birthday, the angrier I get. My birthday is next week and I'll officially be 21. My parents planned this one day trip for us, meaning them, to go have fun. They didn't care about what I wanted to do, they want to go to a casino and drag me there. I'm not allowed to drink according to them either, even if I'm paying for it because they don't want me embarrassing them. The closer it gets, the more they talk about how much fun they're going to have and how I'm going to be their good luck charm for winning. I've made the comment to them several times, I'm not even interested in going, that it's not what I want to do. Everyone else just tells me to suck it up and try to go make the best of it. Why do I have to suck it up? Why can't they suck it up that I don't want to do that? I'd have much rather went and seen a movie, especially since they don't want me drinking. I don't have any friends either. I'm practically a sheltered loner. The closer it gets to my birthday, the more insane I think I'm getting. Milestone birthdays have always been about somebody else. I've never got to actually enjoy any of my birthdays. My 18th birthday, they just handed me a card with money and said, Here, happy birthday. My 16th birthday, my older sister ruined and turned into a redo of her own. Not like she needed one as she got the good birthdays. I can't drive and unfortunately am still extremely dependent on them. Hopefully things will start changing next year and I can finally get the freak away from them. Unfortunately, my 21st is another screw up. I actually had plans for it, but we moved recently for my dad's job, so I don't have any other family to go to with since we're in a completely different area. 100% keep working towards your independence. Hopefully they don't all have shocked Pikachu faces at the realization that them mistreating OP and never giving them a day for themselves is going to cause them to leave their family in the rearview mirror and probably live life kind of just on their own. Our next story is, my sister-in-law thinks she's the best. Alright, I need someone to tell me I'm not crazy here. For some context, my husband and I live with my parents, and my brother and his wife and their two, almost three kids, sister-in-law is pregnant. My brother works as a police officer, so his wife is left home with the kids a lot. Now, everybody but her works outside the home. She used to cook dinner a lot, 
but then she got angry that no one was pitching in to help, then started to cook dinner again out of nowhere. Now that she's pregnant, I don't think she's cooked a meal until the other night for a week or two. No big deal, but it just seems like she keeps going back and forth on what she wants. Next big thing, the kids. I can't even begin to tell you the number of times she's put the kids in the bathtub, two and four years old, and then comes downstairs to do something. Yes, while the kids are still in the tub. Everyone has said something to her because we don't want the kids to drown, obviously, but she just doesn't seem to care. She's also taken the older one to the library, about a seven-minute drive into town from our house, and left the younger one asleep in her room. I asked her about it one time when she just up and left while the baby was still sleeping, and the response I got was basically, I can see you're on the baby monitor, it's fine. There have been so many times where both my brother and sister-in-law have just walked away from the kids and went to do something else, and my brother is on his phone all the time never even really looking at the kids, just ignores them. It's so incredibly frustrating. Granted, they have been slowly getting better, but given that they automatically blame the older one for just about everything and praise the little one no matter what, it's hard to sit on the sidelines. My sister-in-law also comments how good her cooking and sewing abilities are all the time. Ugh, rant over. Thanks for reading. To me, this just sounds like over-cramping in this house. It feels like there's just too much stale air being recirculated by everybody in that same confined space, and people like OP need to spread their wings. This next story is Entitled Dad Demands Discounts. Disclaimer, this happened outside of the US, in a place where military discounts aren't a thing. I work retail. This story has built up over a few months and I think now it's finally over. I had three encounters with this Entitled Dad and I hope there isn't a fourth. Encounter 1 entitled dad emails hi i was in your store about a year ago the guy told me because i'm in the military i get a 20 percent discount so i'd like that as a code to buy stuff online i reply hi sorry but i think you're mistaken we don't offer a military discount perhaps you're thinking of another store he replied no it was your store the guy told me so Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you not going to honor your promise? I reply, I'm not sure there was a guy or a promise. No one here recalls this happening, so there's nothing to honor. We don't offer military discounts, let alone 20% discounts. I'm sorry, but I think you've confused us for someone else. He never replied. I didn't think I'd see his name again until Encounter 2, Entitled Dad Makes a Purchase. I didn't recognize the name at first, but something on the purchase order triggered my memory. Like most online stores, at the checkout we have an option to include shipping instructions like leave behind gate. It's very clear that the instructions are for postage, but people still write instructions to us in there. As I was processing new back orders, I saw a box of shipping instructions with a lot of text. I read it and I couldn't believe it. It said, please refund 20% of my order. 
I made this purchase before I got my military discount code. Wow. I thought, this can't be the same guy. He knows he wouldn't get a discount code. But it was. I searched the email on the order in our email inbox and yeah, same guy. I didn't say anything. I just rolled my eyes at the thought of someone being so entitled and approved the back order. Encounter 3, Entitled Dad demands free postage. About a month later, Entitled Dad appears in the emails again. They said, hi, just wondering why you haven't sent my order yet? I reply, hi, your back order hasn't been sent yet because the back ordered item hasn't arrived. He replies, yeah, but there's some in-stock items you can send. I reply, if you'd like me to split the order, that's fine, but it would come with an additional shipping charge. He said, what? That's so odd, why don't you just send it? I reply, because splitting it means two separate parcels, which doubles the shipping cost. He says, what? That's so odd, I already paid for shipping. I reply, yes, but as I said, splitting the order doubles the parcels, which doubles the shipping costs. If you want us to send it as two orders, you'll have to cover the additional shipping costs. He replies, you need to escalate this to your superior. This is absolutely ridiculous. Not only have you not honored your promise for a 20% military discount, you're making me pay for extra shipping. Some of these items are for my kid's birthday next week and you're holding my order hostage. I expect your superior to resolve this. If my kid doesn't get his presents, his ruined birthday is on you. Oh boy, the things I wish I could say. I think the thing I wanted to say most was, your kid isn't worth a few extra dollars in shipping? Among other things I'd like to say are, freak you, I already told you you're not getting a discount, how dare you think you're so entitled to such a discount just for being in the military? And, you understand how shipping things works, right? Doubling the parcels doubles the cost. You knew that you'd have to wait for the item, and I'm not giving you free shipping just because you think it's odd that we aren't. But we can't say that when we're in customer service, can we? Luckily for me though, the buck stops with me. He wanted me to escalate it to my superior, but I'm the superior these things get escalated too, and I have full authority to handle them without approval. I was stuck though. I didn't want to roll over and give him free shipping, because that would just teach him that being entitled works and getting him what he wants. I didn't want to encourage the behavior. However, even though I had authority to do what I wanted, I still had to act in the interest of the company, and I knew that doubling down on my refusal could lead to bad reviews. But then I had an idea, an idea that gave me the satisfaction of not submitting to his entitlement, but also giving him what he wanted. I cancelled and refunded the back-ordered item and released the rest for shipment. The back-ordered item was potentially discontinued by the manufacturer anyway, as it wasn't on the last three shipments, so in my view, I just cut out another month of waiting. I told him that's what I did, and his response was a defeated, okay, that was all. I like to think that he knew he couldn't fight that. He was looking for a win, but he didn't get one. He was hoping to get free shipping in lieu of a discount, but he didn't get either. I'd say OP provided premier customer service here. This guy was fighting for two things which were not attainable, a phony 20% discount and free shipping for two separate parcels, and OP managed to resolve that without giving them either. That's great. Our next story is, my mom calls me fat and then gets angry at me for being upset. My mom is always pretty vocal about what she thinks of me and how I look. A lot of the time she's very nice to me and is complimentary but it's almost like that drives her to make comments when she thinks I'm letting myself go. She's made comments in the past about me gaining weight, 
which I've always sort of ignored purely because I didn't believe I had. I'm a 23 year old girl, about 5 foot 9 and I weigh 9 stone 3, about 130 pounds. The other day I was out shopping with my dad and I went to pick up some biscuits and he said, I'd put those back if I were you. Your mom was telling me she thinks you've gained quite a lot of weight recently. I thought he was joking so I laughed, but then he said he was being serious and that they both think I'm getting fat. This time it upset me so much as I haven't been feeling particularly great about myself recently and it's just driven me to lose my appetite completely because now I feel like I need to lose all this weight I've apparently gained. At dinner I didn't eat anything and they both had a huge meltdown over it, yelled at me and said I was ungrateful for not eating what they'd made, but I don't understand. If you want to potentially cause your kids serious harm, this is exactly the kind of behavior you give them. It is almost depressing how many people I've heard in a similar scenario as OP where their own parents put them down and say, oh, you're looking particularly hefty or, oh, why are you eating all this all of a sudden? And it spirals into a really big issue. This next story is entitled Parents in Supermarkets. Hey, so I don't really have a particular story to tell, but I have something that I've noticed while working at a supermarket. What's with so many parents straight up ignoring their children? Like, I'm sometimes hearing kids shouting to their parents for minutes, and the parents are straight up refusing to acknowledge it. Is that some brand new parenting technique I don't know about? Because in my humble opinion, that's just going to cause the kids to grow up never wanting to talk to their parents or something. Obviously, there's a disclaimer where not every parent is obviously like this, but a lot of them are. Honestly, in some situations, I may even be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in that maybe the kid's just being a little hyperactive and mom's having a slow day. I think sometimes part of being a parent is getting your parenting duties done around your kid being loud and doing kid things. At least they're not the kind that like just take them to a section and drop them off as if the toy aisle is going to babysit them for 30 minutes. Our next story is, I'm a severe germaphobe and I just saw a dad let his child pee right in a parking space at my favorite Target location. I'm a germaphobe and today after going to a therapy germaphobe session, coincidentally, I did a quick walk into my local Target to grab some stuff. Then when I was leaving, I saw a dad in the parking lot put his son's pants down in the parking lot and his son peed. And not just a little, it was a huge puddle. And the urine was splashing everywhere. It was like someone pouring out an entire jug of apple juice onto the street. The dad looked both ways and then said, Time to go. Picked up his kid and placed him in the back seat. The kid literally peed in front of the back right passenger door on the guest path where one would get in and out of their car. Absolutely disgusting. And I'm so scared to even go back to this target. I was even going to apply for a job here and everything, but as a germaphobe, I fear that the next driver who parks there and gets out of their car will step over the pee and spread the germs throughout the store and parking lot. To be fair, if you are a germaphobe to the point where you do need therapy for it, a public grocery store probably would not be the ideal place to work until you've worked through it a little bit more. If there's going to be a place where you're going to run into nasty people, germs, sick people, people who don't really care about their space or other people's space, a retail super center is probably high up on that list. The kid going on the guest walking path, I guess, is kind of gross. 
But I mean, again, sometimes as a parent, when your kids have to go, they have to go. And I'm not going to lie, if it's a situation where the kid might go inside the backseat of my car, or you just control it where you are and let it go on the already dirty retail parking lot asphalt, I as the parent am not really going to lose any sleep over that. This next story is, Entitled Mother Demands to Know How I Grew Back My Eyebrows. So this happened about 12 years ago. I think I just met the entitled kid while walking my dog, so I just remembered it. Nothing too spectacular, but here we go. So around 2008, I started overplucking my brows, like basically everyone did. Around 2010 or 11, I think I kind of stopped plucking them. I just removed the hair really out of place and was lucky that it actually grew back nice, and mostly right around my existing eyebrows. So within a few weeks or months, my eyebrows went from way too thin to actually nice-looking, normal-shaped eyebrows. One day, Entitled Kid noticed and asked me how I did it, expecting some miracle lotion or whatever, I guess. I just told her how it was and she didn't believe me. I brushed it off and minded my own business. When Entitled Mother came to pick her up, Entitled Kid must have said something, because Entitled Mother came up to me asking all nice about my brows. When I told her the same, she got angry as heck. There is no way on earth your eyebrows just grew back like this. I know there must be some secret and you can't keep it to yourself. Entitled Kid needs to grow back her eyebrows and it isn't working so you have to tell us. She was screaming, I just didn't feel like all caps. I told her I was sorry but this was how it worked for me and I can't tell her the secret to it because there is none. She got even angrier and louder. Entitled Kid standing right next to her looking very self-righteous. When she got louder and called me names, people were looking at them. When Entitled Kid noticed, everyone including her crush were now watching. She went red as a tomato and sheepishly tried to get her mother to calm down and back in the car. From afar, you could hear the mother with a last, I thought you wanted to know how she did it, what's wrong? Your eyebrows do look like crap, so don't act like you don't need it. I mean, I've always heard the best secret is to just not have ever plucked them to begin with. Although I don't know a lot about eyebrows, if you do like over pluck them, is there a chance that they just don't grow back very well? I mean, just letting them be and growing out and some makeup assistance would probably go a long way, right? Our next story is, Dad did not like being shut down and not listened to. So during the recent bushfires, Australia, we may have lost a rental property. It's unclear as the area is still dangerous. The fires are still out of control and frankly we just do not care as we are insured and we're due to have our first baby in a week. So my dad, the main abuser in my life, rang my husband. He didn't answer so dad rang me. My husband and I are no contact with dad and low contact with my mother. My dad gets around this by using my mom's mobile to call us. So he wanted to talk to my husband. I said no, he's busy, what do you want? He started talking about the property and if we knew anything yet. I said no. He then tried to explain to me about how to deal with insurance. I just bluntly shut him down with, right now we do not care and it's the least of our problems, plus his information was wrong. I could hear it in his voice that he was getting frustrated as he wasn't getting the answers he wanted and he wasn't being listened to. I said, is that it? He then wanted to start talking what we should do with the property. He has never seen this property. I just said I'm busy. Bye. Dad does not know how to hang up the mobile, so I could hear him yelling that I wasn't listening and wouldn't let him explain and freak us if we don't want to take his advice. My dad thinks he's important and that his advice is important and should be listened to even if it's wrong. He didn't like being shut down at every point. 
I guess sometimes a harsh lesson you need to learn is not everybody wants your advice or input. I mean, I'm sure there's a number of people who with me right now are saying, shut up and get to the next story. And to that, I say that's all the time we have for today. But if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.